Hey, this is George Lynch, and you're listening to the Metal Moment Podcast, episode 28, with host Chiaki. Metal Moment Podcast, episode 29. Before we begin, let me thank my sponsors. この Alright, now to the goods. I hope you guys enjoyed my experimental episode of the Metal Moment video podcast that went up a couple of weeks ago. This is another experimental episode for the Metal Moment podcast. It's a compilation of random shit from the Souls of We Camp featuring George going to be a 20 minute babble but i hope you guys enjoy this format it's more of a conversation triggered by grandness the voice you will not recognize is jerry ganaden george lynch's longtime guitar tech and basis for this first leg with souls of Wetua. and the other gentleman you'll hear is jimmy weigel the rhythm guitarist for souls of Wee. he's not just the guitarist but the man behind slash nuno Betancourt, warren Martini. Eddie Van Halen, Zach Wild, and the list just goes on and on. And of course, Mr. George Lynch. This man is responsible for their amp tone, a true amp modification legend. So let's get right into the behind the scenes babble that it conducted with the Souls of Wee crew on August 28th in Santa Clara, California. But a quick reminder before we begin go and visit metalmoment.com to look for all the social networking sites I currently partake in. Gotta tell you, Twitter is where I am these days. Follow me on Twitter for the most up-to-date MMP info. That's Metal Moment Podcast. I'm always available via email. It's metalmoment at gmail.com. And you can now call me at 707-78-METAL and leave a voice message. Please be aware that this is not a toll-free number, so all long-distance charges will apply. ようなみなさん、ぜひメタルモメントドットコムに来て私のツイッターフェイスブックマイスペースなどをチェックアウトしてくださいメンラクイメールの方はメタルモメントアットジメールドットコムぜひ日本のiTunesストアに行ってメタ
the guitar tech, Ganadin. Um, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff, um, about gear, about different guitar manufacturers, uh, Lynch's guitar setup. So that's all coming up. So please stay tuned. この後、上新地のインタビューとかも、どしどし出していきますんで、ぜひご期待ください。では、Let's check it out! This is from backstage, Santa Clara, California, August 20th, with the Soul Soul. What do you mean? Oh, the shirt? Awesome. Amazing. Where's that one with the kanji in the back? I thought that was on the、uh, Souls w e e z e website.、Um, that、Do、was on our last t shirt. We did that, but then we took it off. Did you even s e l l it? It said something weird. We didn't understand what it really said. So you gotta let me tell you what the hell it was. I was trying、yeah. to figure out what the hell it was saying. So we took it off. Because we had actually the first CD, what we did is we put a. You know, when you get a Japanese, they have the Japanese imports and it has the thing on the side、yeah. with all the Japanese lettering. I thought that looked so cool.、Yeah. So we actually put that on the CD and we put that on the back of the shirt too. But then somebody's Japanese person told me what it said and it didn't make any sense, so we took it off. YOTT, the Year Tigers? Yeah.、Mm. Remember, we all shall die. It's the one with the skull. Oh, that one's cool. So. Remember, we all shall die. Yeah. Kamikaze with the cards in his mouth. That's cool. It's like the, you know, the money behind it. The you know, internet. Crazy shit, yeah. Huh? It's rock and roll, man. Come on. That's wonderful. That's why I'm here. Oh, that's badass. Can you blow it up at all, the bottom? Yeah. Basically. What up? Let me check it out. This piece I did. What did he do? What did you do, George? <laughs> like, what is the piece actually? I see a picture. It's like 40 inch picture. It's like these different pictures.、Uh-huh. And I paint the hands, right? Cool. And I do this shit on the bottom. Sometimes I do stuff on the sides and the top, too. I do the kanji. This one's called Remember We All Shall Die. And there's like, like different things behind that. You gotta see it up close. It's got yeah, a lot、yeah. of detail to it. It's pretty sick. But everyone's different. I've done 75 of these so far. So, you know, I can't spend like forever on them, but I spend a, like maybe a couple hours on each one. Dude, just as long as you like touch it, I mean, it's your art. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I think it's just cool. Like, I know what your stuff looks like up close. It's all textury and stuff. It's pretty dope. You know? A lot of times, like, I'll do Bosquiat lettering all across it. Or I'll take, like, I found newspaper from、um, Tibet. It's old, old newspapers, like from the 70s. And I, I wash it with tobacco juice and tea. Oh, wow. And then I kind of paper mache it into the edges on the side. Then I, when it dries, I sand through it. Um, and then paint over it and do like blood spots and all this shit. Or I'll put really nice art pieces that can like. Cool, and yeah. They're frame, they're beautiful, they're large. They're, I mean, they're 30 by 40, plus the frame. You know, I'm thinking it would, it would look really nice in you know, anyone's house. You know, like it would work in, in so many different motifs because it looks like it, it would cater to like so many different, you know. If you don't have a nice house, it makes your house look nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You need one. It makes it look regal because you're, you're, because it's, because there's a George Lynch. You should see the new one I'm doing though. I'm doing it for London. I didn't want to tell him it was for his birthday. But it's a picture of like a London as an aristocrat with a walking stick sitting in a, a, a throne with a, you know, just very regal with a fucking crown. And a, it's very funny. With, like two lions down at your feet. 
like if somebody was like looking at the house to buy it or something, they'd be like, dude, the house looks like shit, but then I see this painting, now it's like a mansion to me. I'll give you what you want. Yeah, dude. It's so funny because when you go to London's apartment, it's very dark. It's like living in a cave, right? So stark because we took all. And he has a cat. He has a cat that's like fucking ferocious. Like he'll just runs up to you and fucking jumps on you with its claws and just right. And then it's it's just like a total Hollywood cave. You go in there, but he walks around like in a Hugh Hefner smoking jacket, and he has one of those cigarette holder things. You ever seen those? And just. It's really strange, and it's just, I don't know. <laughs> it's just home, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you yeah. want to, like, I don't know, I just want to, I just... He's got the bathtub yeah. in the middle of the living room, he takes bubble baths, you know, when people are around, and it's fucking weird. Can you believe this shit? So do you, do you have the, pia- Wait a minute. the grand piano Hold on, in the middle there needs to be a filter on this yeah, shit. Okay, I have, I listening to this, have a bullshit filter. I, I, do, I have not taken a bubble bath since I got a uh, damn... Until, until I, no, I haven't taken a bubble bath since I got any kind of bath. a urinary tract infection. At four, <laughs> Mr. Bubble. Well, yeah, London takes but I don't want Mr. Bubble to sue the shit out of me. Maybe I just got like a, you know, maybe I just maybe my dick's just more gentle than other people. You want to take a bubble bath? Maybe it's more sensitive. <laughs> I can't. I can't hear with these guys. Can you, can you hear this? You want to go outside? I close the door. Watch finish eating and then. Uh, we'll go outside because this is not gonna come up. I can smoke. Got into Kiss. It was a uh, crazy, crazy night. So, for a lot of the hardcore fans, it's yeah, that like was, that was just after. Yeah, it's like no makeup. It's just Bruce Kulick, and it was the uh, tremolo, you know, on that solo. Crazy, crazy nights. You know what was a badass song was uh, song Exciter. Off the song the, Exciter. Uh, off the Lick It Up album. It's the first song on the album. That was a good song. Did they? So, dude. That was Vinnie Vincent. Did Gene Simmons talk to George to make sure he had permission to use the Exciter no. name to? Because I mean, it so was because it it's not the same copyright. Yeah. You know, Gene Simmons owns uh, OJ, right? OJ. So you can't say OJ. You got to say Orange Juice. Really? Yeah. If you say OJ, well, just like just like Axe. Yeah. So if you say OJ, you owe him a, a, a nickel. <laughs> That's why they never say OJ. My poor bass. He's already beat to shit. No, I, I decided they're good. What's up? See a lot of stuff that George teases though. If you ever notice it, he always throws a minor note in the form. So therefore, you've got so many right notes that are major and minor yeah. that work. There's only a couple bad notes. And even if you're there, yeah. just bend up. <laughs> so, okay, well, this is when they did the whole cork thing in LA, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. So he messed up and then he just started. He just he went for it. And he did his thing. And he, I mean, that's he what boxed himself right? out of a corner yeah. so well when he's in a pinch. It's just like, dude, hats off. Uh, I could never do it again. Do that again. I don't even know what I did. <laughs> it's like... But, you know, even the studio, we're sitting there, me and Jerry, like, did what you like, fuck? did you like that? Dude, it was choice, it was great. Oh, I could do it better. No, but just leave it, just leave it, just save that. Okay, remember, you remember that totally uh, different, it's like, well, that's cool too. They remember tried that, that tune that they were calling Barn Burner, right? Barn Burner, perfect um, example. 
he just went me, for it. Me and Bob, that was the day I had off. Yeah, and me, you call him and yeah. you go, "You missed it. Your jaws were dropping, man." Um, He's like, Bob, "Did you like me that?" And Bob Kulik, yeah. Me and Bob Kulik, me and Bob Kulik, we're we're just he's, he's producing. We just finished. Yeah, yeah we okay, just yeah. finished. We just finished eating. Okay. And George brought <laughs> George brought. He's noodling around. Yeah, no, George brought a sack lunch okay. so that he oh, yeah. so that he wouldn't have to spend money to go yeah. eat. Yeah, okay. he Yeah, he brought one for me too, and I thought it was this was going to be great. He's like, "Hey, Jer, I made you a lunch too." Here, just get that other bag. And so George had his bag, I had my bag. And it was a hard-boiled egg and a tortilla. Okay. Right? I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. He's like, dude, it's good, eat it. I go, it's just a hard-boiled egg and a tortilla, right? So we're eat- I'm eating that, and I'm just kind of wondering what's the thrill in this, yeah. right? Bob's over there eating, like, char-broiled chicken yeah. with mashed potatoes and shit. Yeah. I'm like, Adam, right? And then George ate his. his that that look again, right? right. Like. George, George ate his hard-boiled egg, yeah. sat down with the guitar, and yeah. started noodling around. Yeah. And then he asked Brett, the engineer, "Can you fly that track, the, the one that's called whatever?" Right? Yeah. And then Brett goes, "Okay." So he he hit he hit play on that track, yeah. and then secretively he hit record. And then George just shredded over the whole goddamn thing, yeah. right? And he came up with a recurring theme and everything, just like an instrumental, yeah. but it's not intended to be an instrumental, okay. right? So he just did it. And me and Bob were like, right? The dude, I mean, he was on fire. He did some shit I hadn't seen him do before. Yeah, so, then, so, so is that going to be on his new uh, solo album? Or is I that think they're going to include or? it. No, it's going to be on the Lynch Mob album, okay, Smoke okay, and okay, Mirrors. Okay. But it's going to be an alternate version of that song. Okay. You know? So, so the, the album's already in the can. They already did the uh, yeah, mastering. Yeah, it's coming out in Europe in, uh, on the uh, 18th or something next month, yeah. I'm not too I'm not too jazzed about the album cover though. Really? So what about what about his uh, solo uh, his uh, solo instrumental album that he's talking about after the Japanese tour? Um, yeah, he's gonna have Jordan Mancino on that from As I Lay Dying. Is he done? Huh? Is he done playing? I mean, recording everything? Or? Uh, he's in the middle of it. He's in the middle. I mean, bits and pieces, you know. Shoot. And upon arrival, you know, he went straight from the airport right to the television studio to, to do that, that shoot. And, he, and that was what he was wearing when we moved all day. We moved two houses into one house and then... And then within hours after getting everything inside the house out of, outside of the out, out of the moving truck, he's on a plane for Japan and bam, he's on video. Where and he never changed, he didn't change his clothes. <laughs> you know, and it's I'm looking so at him going. Like, he just take his he, he takes one guitar with him, right? He goes on a plane. Yep. That's it. Yep. He does a shoot. Yep. Back on the plane and come home. He had the uh, he had that BC Rich Gunslinger kind of guitar that was paid in by Dan Lawrence. You know the that. guy the guy that did the uh, artwork on that the yeah. little pencil, pencil yeah, sketch yeah. thing that's Dan Lawrence. Yeah, he he owns GMP Guitars now. Who Dan? No. Yeah. No. Dan Lawrence. No, there's a GMW Guitar Works, and he does the paint jobs for GMW. You know, and GMW for a while yeah. was like. Jackson Custom Shop. I mean, they did like 10 guitars for me, and Dan, you know, I mean, Dan's a friend of mine, you know, and, um, but then Lee Garver, you know, the G, yeah. see, GMW, it's 
Lee Garver, Neil Moser, and I forget who W was. Yeah, they do all the harpoon knockoffs right now. That's yeah, all that, um, but uh, Lee and Lee and Dan got into it, and Dan moved out of the shop and has his own shop now. And so his website is uh, DRL Graphics. So it's drlgrfx.com. Okay. Dan Lawrence um, and all his artwork, you know, all the all the paint jobs that you saw on the the on the yeah he did GMW. all the cherry pie stuff. Right. He did you know he did uh, Michael Anthony's Tabasco. Stuff well, like you know, that, right? Michael Anthony's daughter and Dan Lawrence's daughter are best friends in, in school. Can I? Let's do this. Dan Lawrence now owns GMP guitars. GMP, yeah. GMP disappeared, right? Yeah. They went under. Dan Lawrence bought all the body, um, all the templates, uh-huh. and he owns it. He's starting it this year. Because he's not a guitar builder. He's a painter. No, he's in, but, uh, really? I'm pretty sure. Unless it's two guys with the same name. Good. So he's going to do all the graphics for GMP, but he owns the company. You know, I bet you he'll be Clark on though, because he was using that GMP, right? Oh, here. Watch. Come on. Come on. Dan Lawrence. Yeah, look. Excited to announce, right? New ownership. Wow. See? Hey, I'm able to teach you something. Wow. That's great, man. It's, it's, uh, for me, it's an honor, man. See? That's him, right? Yeah, that's right? Dan. See, that's it. So, he is. Call him up. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I got his cell phone. So, it's Dan Lawrence. Dan Lawrence. GMP. GMP Guitars. Well, the last time I, I, I hung out with Dan was at a rat show, okay. and Dan was there to deliver. He was doing all of Warren Demartini's paintwork, right? Yes, Warren and the uh, right. Um, skull. But he did, uh, you know, the Frenchy guitar. Yeah, he did the reverse one. The black right, right. He he was delivering it to Warren. And he let me see it first. <laughs> I got to see it before Warren did. You know. See, this this is how much how much things show that I'm not connected at all. You know, I mean, it's just like. It's yeah. all the young guitar knowledge. Yeah, I'll so tell you that. so I got to play with it before Warren did, and Warren played it that night. You know. Here I'm playing guitar licks on a bass. Just call you Billy. And see what this is? What this is is one of the, the Mexican. I mean, they discontinued this model, yeah. right? It's called the P-Base Special. And what the, that friend of mine at Jackson Custom Shop yeah. did, um, he, went in, he went in there in the factory seconds, and he got this body and then a Squire neck. Yeah. This is a Squire Jazz bass neck. Put it together, and then I hot-rodded the pickups. I changed all the hardware, and voila. So finished it, finished it in two days. And George's like, George's like, so can you play bass? Do you have bass? I go, I do now. Next time, go and ask Chip Ellis to make you what he made for uh, Wolfie, oh. Eddie's son. <laughs> that looks, that's a nice looking bass though. You know, Chip sent me one of those Wolfgang guitars. Oh really? Okay, good. Too badass. I don't, I don't think it was worth the price tag. Really? Yeah. You know, I mean, I did the review for Premier Guitar yeah. Magazine, okay. and I, hey, I was being honest. It's it's too similar to the, yeah, the PV to the PV. Yeah. You know, without naming PV, I said it's too similar to the preceding version of it. That only, that retailed at eighteen ninety nine. 
why is this 3699? You know, and then you know they're talking about the, the R and D behind it, you know, which is good and fine and dandy, but Eddie did that on the on the PV version. Okay, so so what what are your what's your take on George doesn't use uh, bird's eye maple okay, on his neck. A lot of people say maple, I mean, if you have bird's eye maple, it's kind of like a defect and it kind of messes up the way the sound Well, you know what bird's eye is, right? Yeah. So why does Eddie it's, use it's, it? It's, it's a piece of the wood with a bunch of little branches yeah. on why it. Why does Eddie have it on all... Okay, on his music man, it was a it, whole it, neck. Because it, 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 it increases... Now it's just a fretboard. It increases cost. You know? I mean, I'm pretty sure George is more concerned with, will people buy this guitar? Yeah. You know? I mean, and actually play it. Yeah. As opposed to buying a guitar and hanging it on the wall, you know? So, I mean, you know, because he's a tone monger, you know? Nice, so he's a tone chaser, right? Yeah. So that's why I was wondering, why does he stick with the SB for so long, right? He's a, he's a number number one, uh, he's the longest endorsee for ESP. Well, if you think about right, it, he's the, going on for the company, years. if you think about it, the company was built around George as a guitar company. I mean, it was prior to that, it was a parts company, and they were contracted yeah. to, to make a lot of the, you know, prefabricate a lot of the parts for other companies. And, and then I'm just there to attend the wedding. Yeah. Hey, Jir. But, but you guys jam though, right? And he's like, hey, Jir, can you play? I go, play what? He's like, can you play the procession? I go, what? You know, I'm just there to be at the wedding. You know? on call, brother. Yeah, and so then I ended up, I mean, when when the doors open and the, the bride is walking down the, the aisle, yeah. the only sound you hear is me playing guitar. I'm I only, I only saw photos, that's why. I know, but I'm it. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me, everybody's looking at Danica. And I'm like, don't look at me. You know, I'm sitting here just playing this G chord. <laughs> you know, and George is like soloing over it and everything. And we're like, okay, so where's it go from here? <laughs> you know, and suddenly I was I was in the wedding. You know, and then I had to go stand up there by the altar with Matt and you know, and I'm standing there with a guitar and George is reading his vows and Danica read her vows and then we had to play again. You know. You know, it's been a, it's it's been five days since we last played. I'm like, do I remember this shit? I mean, two shows and then I'll hold the towels for you guys. You know, I can be the holder. He's like, you're sweating a little bit because I mean, because we played every day. We played every day. Ran through the set at least five or six times each day, all the way up to the first gig and the second gig. Then I haven't picked up a bass until just now. Well, during sound check, you know. And now it's got me thinking. You know. Okay, I, I think I remember it.